0: hey guys big joe here and carl careful on the jnk podcast what's going on carl how you doing well carl we're, we're back again here uh i think we, we kind of missed a week there but uh anyway, we had some stuff going on. i think i think it's it's been feels like it's been a little while since christmas yeah since christmas and uh you know since then we've uh, switched over to to podbean yes. for, for the podcast and it's it's gone extremely well and i've actually got the stats up you guys can't see this because you're just listening on audio here but it's uh It's uh, been really good so far, and the majority of you, uh, of course, are in Canada and seem to be using that Podbean app, and it's on iOS, so people on Uh iPads and uh, iPhones seem to be the majority of people listening, which is uh, interesting.
1: It is. It's interesting. It's odd. It's a little different from the norm Mm -hmm. of, you know, in the tech world. I, myself, am an Android user, and there are lots of other people that I get that come to me for Android, not so much iOS.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's interesting that uh, the majority of them are uh, uh, listening on that and then listening on that Podbean app. And, uh, you know, kind of the next one is uh, just through Facebook. So people are either listening through Facebook or they're listening through the app. So that's uh, yeah. some pretty cool stuff there. And uh, I figured before we uh, get into our main talk, because we'll be talking some paranormal talk, we'll be uh, going into that. Uh, we figure we uh, give a shout out to KC Security.
1: Yeah, kcsecurity.ca mm-hmm. is the website for you to go to. Um, they do everything from loss prevention to justice, uh, guard on sites. They do mobile patrol. They do, if you go on vacation, they can check your home for you. They do key service as well. So Mm -hmm. if you want someone to hold your key while you're out of town, they do that for you as well. So make sure you check out KCsecurity.ca.
0: Yeah. They're coming back out to St. Mary, Ontario. He's been out in uh, Vancouver and British Columbia for a little while doing his thing there. But uh, coming back. Which is uh, good to see again. I know uh, business was a little slow here in the Sioux. It was so uh, good to see him back and uh, and to kind of uh, he's got quite the company going there. So uh, so good for them. Good. All right, so let's get into some paranormal discussion here. So uh, you know, normally you and I, Carl, we uh, we do the wrestling discussion. Yeah. Uh, so last week we did our two weeks ago, I guess it is now. Uh, did some tech talk. You know, a little bit of a comfort zone. Uh, this week for me, going maybe mainly for me a little bit of my. Or my comfort <laughs> zones. I, I don't usually talk about the paranormal stuff, although I am it's something that really interests me. But uh, we'll get into this here now. We're all fans of like uh, you know ghost adventures and ghost hunters and that kind of stuff. And yep. uh, and we are uh, as I mentioned uh, in the last couple shows that we'll be kind of doing our own you know thing here. And I'm not gonna give too much of it away, but nope, uh, still not
1: too much.
0: But uh, but yeah, something that we're we're all interested in here now. Do you have any particular? Uh, um, examples or any uh experiences you've had when it comes to because you've you've heard some security work yep and uh you know that usually involves you know kind of working late at night and it does and that uh, is a recipe for stuff going on right
1: it is um i think though before i kind of get into maybe one of my Mm. uh best experiences here is uh that we actually on paranormal talk and more Mm -hmm. we're actually going to be having a third host coming along with us Mm -hmm. um she is my wife Mm. but you know because everybody has a stage name and everybody has a radio name or a podcast name or something everyone will know her as diamond okay diamond frost so some people will get it some people will understand and know who we're talking about but that's who she is okay good yeah So, she's going to be joining us on our Paranormal Talk in more segments, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. For sure. So, yeah, getting into uh, what I've done and experienced. uh, Like you said, I was working security for quite a number of years. And um, I think I'll probably tell... I don't know. I've got two really good ones. Um, I think I'll tell the one about one of the schools here in the Sioux.
0: Which school is
1: it? Um, It is... Well, it's now known as The Tech... It was the former St. Mary's College, Mm -hmm. um, downtown Sault Ste. Marie. Um, While I was working, I had gone up to the school and had noticed that there was a door that was open.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Went and checked the door, found that, sure enough, it was open, and uh, that it actually led downstairs. So it led down to a basement area. So at the time, I didn't have... Uh, keys to get into the building somebody else did so i had to give them a phone call they came by Mm -hmm. as i'm sitting there waiting for the other person to come with the keys the owner and the vice president of the company actually came by and saw that i was sitting there so as all four of us are now there we decided to all go downstairs and check out the basement and see how things are down there and
0: i mean basements are you know nighttime are already creepy enough to begin with yeah for you know let yeah. alone the other stuff that goes on
1: <laughs> and, and then for this especially you know like normally it's one person that would go in there by themselves mm-hmm. there was no way that i was going to so i decided you know make the phone calls and uh sure enough four people were actually there including myself so we went down into the basement area and i mean down there it's creepy enough right yeah. there was actually a uh um, an old gun range down there with like oh. shotgun shells okay. still strewn across the floor, which that creeped you out a little bit too. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we're downstairs there and I get a phone call from one of the local, uh, alarm companies that we, yep. that, you know, the company dealt with and they tell me that there's activity in the basement. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course there is. Cause we're in the basement. Yeah. But then she says, well, there's activity up on the main level as well. So we're like, okay, now that's a little bit
0: weird. Yeah, you're probably running like, activity, what kind of activity?
1: Yeah, and they don't know, they just know that there's motion.
0: And when you're thinking you're working security activity, it means, you know, maybe people are breaking in, or doing something they shouldn't be.
1: Exactly. So two of us decide to scoot back out, we get all the way up, back out of the basement, we go through the uh, main doors, disarm the alarm, and then the other two went, finished the basement area, came up, Mm -hmm. so we're good. We got four people now on the main level, we know the basement's clear. So, two of us decide to start walking down the hallway. Two went down another hallway. As we're walking down the hallway, we could hear, like, running up on the second level.
0: Okay.
1: So, we're like, okay, now this is kind of weird because Mm -hmm. we were told that there was activity in the basement and there was motion in the basement and in the main level, but nothing about the second level. Right. So, we make our way towards, the two of us make our way towards the stairs and then we hear this, like, scream and it was, it, we, you could tell it was a female. It was a female oh. that just screamed.
0: Was it, was it really loud or was it just kind of like a subtle kind of a thing? No, it was, it was loud. It, was it loud. sounded
1: as though like okay. it was just about right at the top of the stairs, maybe, you know, halfway down a, a hallway or something. Like you could, okay. you could hear it. it. It like echoed. So wow. we're like, oh crap. Right. So we radioed the other guys that were there and we're like, okay, hey, this is what we just heard. And they're like, uh, yeah, we heard that too. Hmm. So we were like, all right. Okay. So we decided to go up the stairs, two of us, take a look around, um, called up the alarm company and said, okay, we're arming the alarm. If you see any activity uh, from window or doors leading to the outside, we need you to call us right away. Mm-hmm. So two of us go upstairs, we take a look around, and then come back downstairs, and the other two had taken a look down on the main level, and there was absolutely nothing. Hmm. So... It was, it was a weird experience to, to know that we heard something running upstairs and then we heard this female scream yeah. and could not find the culprit or could not find out as to why this would have happened.
0: Yeah, see, me, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I mean, you know, this is obviously something I'm interested in. This is the reason why we're doing a show about this. I'm the kind of person that I like to try and find... I won't say that I'm necessarily a skeptic, but I try and find, like, a logical explanation for why things are going on.
1: Definitely most people do. Right?
0: And in that scenario, like, you're, you're hearing that and you're going to where the sound was coming from. You know, nobody's there. It's like, well... And as far as you know, you were the only people in the building, right? We
1: were. Okay. Because that's... I mean, in security work, that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You take every, every avenue to make sure that the building is safe and secure. And yep. uh, we would check every, every classroom. We would check closets inside the classrooms. We would check mm-hmm. everywhere. And that was the reason for calling the alarm company and saying if there's any activity from a window or from a door leading to outside,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we need to be contacted right away. Yeah. So...
0: Now, do we know if there's any... Thing that's going on you know uh malicious wise
1: nothing that, that nothing that we're aware of no no i mean which doesn't, I've, which I've doesn't mean that
0: them. there's necessarily nothing that did didn't happen exactly you know, just maybe nothing that we know nothing about. nothing
1: recorded because i exactly. mean a little bit of research has been done
0: mm-hmm.
1: but came up short with nothing
0: because you know, I, I think in, mo- in most places i mean if you were to delve deep enough you could find you know something you know it, true uh, you know and uh you know and even with doing some research what we're looking into doing for our summer project here you know you know just kind of seemingly like a non kind of place but i mean people are living in an area that, you know there's going to be you know people dying or there's bad stuff that's going to happen right yeah. now it can happen almost anywhere so and that's
1: all the info you guys are getting
0: yeah on that yeah I'll just yeah. like to drop a little kind of subtle uh, little little there, bits little bits until it happens Yeah. You know, any other good stories um, I, I really don't have all that many personally yeah. myself. I have a, I have a couple. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I, I know you have the majority of the good stories. So. I do. You know, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell one more. Uh, okay. and, and the one I'm gonna tell is actually how things actually started for me, mm-hmm. um, getting into the world of paranormal and, and, um, after that, you know, I, I will actually turn it over to diamond and we will, cause she's got some pretty good stories as well okay. and some, uh. Some actual physical work that she's done. Mm. So, yes. Um, it, my, I guess, uh, jump start into the world of paranormal mm-hmm. um, came when I was very young. Okay. Um, now, when I was young, we were living in an apartment building. Uh, the apartment building wasn't really that old either. Mm-hmm. It was a very uh, Not new, but it was a newer development. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were on the main floor. We were in a three-bedroom apartment. And at the end of my bed, I could see a little girl.
0: Like very clearly. Clearly. Very clearly. Very
1: clearly. It It was almost as if human being was standing there it
0: was a yeah. full
1: figure that i could see
0: yeah well, um, did it look like it was standing on the ground or the floor or, the was,
1: or was it up a little bit no it, it looked as though it was on the ground okay um just standing at the end of the okay. bed um
0: now there is a term for that in in the ghost hunting kind of world out there or when you see something like that yep. and what is, what is that term called yeah uh, to most it's called a full body apparition exactly yes
1: yeah. So, yeah. that's that's what I saw. I saw a yeah. full body apparition yeah. standing at the end of my bed.
0: Which is what, like any kind of ghost hunter or slash adventure or whatever you want to call it, you know, that's kind of the holy grail when it comes to there is you want to see. It physical. is. You want you want to see and be
1: able to document. Exactly. That, you, that this is clearly there so
0: that other people. <laughs> and that's the hard part is actually getting the proof. It is. Because it seems oh. like, you know, if you watch a lot of these other shows and whatnot, that, uh. You know, when you start getting really kind of close to to that that proof, some things, some weird things happen. You know, especially if you're recording it or you're uh, doing video. You know, yeah. you're doing a show or something like that, you know, you know either things cut out or whatnot. You know, batteries just automatically you know, and, die. and that's evidence in itself, right there. It is. That something unusual is going on.
1: Because normally, a uh, an entity or a spirit will try to harness that energy that's there and especially for something as as high-powered as a battery inside of a unit or inside of a a camera that's there they're trying to take that energy to be able to physically show themselves or do something to show you that they're actually
0: there exactly yeah
1: Yeah. so i mean it was it was a wild experience for me to kind of get into that i had you know that happen and Mm -hmm. and that girl was there for for a while so i actually yeah most people know that I'm, I'm a religious person, mm-hmm. and I actually had gone to one of my priests and, and told my priest what was happening, yeah. and probably the best advice he gave me is right. he just says, next time you see that little girl at the end of your bed, mm-hmm. say, hi, my name's Carl. What's yeah. yours? Hmm. That was it. So with this girl at the end of my bed, I actually reached out and said, hi, my name's Carl. What's yours? And after that, she just seemed to disappear, hmm. and I I never saw her again. So
0: it was, it was just the, the once? It was not
1: once. It, it was, was multiple times. Multiple times, wow. Multiple times. Hmm. But being young, I mean, I was like 8, 10 years old at the time, right? So that's that's not really something that, that a child would go to their parents about and be like, I see somebody at the end of my bed, yeah. right? Like, you, you almost feel... I don't know the word for it, Mm -hmm. but but you almost feel afraid to go and talk to somebody about it and say, Mm -hmm. this is what I see because Mm -hmm. you're afraid of, of ridicule or you're afraid of somebody saying, ah, you're not seeing that and just Mm -hmm. dismissing it.
0: You know, there's been some research uh, done about this and I've looked in, into this a little bit, you know, they even did a movie kind of revolving about that. You might uh, remember the sixth sense, right? And, and, and and they have kind of, you know, somewhat kind of proven that, uh, you know, being at that age, your, your brain is developing very quickly. Yes. And so then uh, it seems like uh, children are, are more likely to see and experience this kind of stuff because their their brain activity is, you know, compared to when you get older, it's a lot more active. It is. So they yep. tend to pick up on a lot, on a lot of that stuff uh, easier.
1: Children are much more susceptible. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, an
0: interesting, if, uh, interesting fact if you guys are wondering about that. So, so yeah. yeah.
1: And that was that's that's the story of that's the my dive into paranormal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get some of your uh, stories as well here. Well,
2: um, I guess you would like to know, first of all, how I started experiencing the paranormal Mm -hmm. and um, my very, I guess, not very first, probably one of my most memorable experiences with the paranormal came uh, when uh, Carl and I used to live uh, on Carafel Avenue in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and... uh, He would work nights Mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, He was working at Tim Hortons on Trunk Road. And so he was gone, the overnight shift. And I'm usually by myself in the house. Well, at the time, we only had one child who uh, came back and forth only on weekends. Uh, At this time and usually I would hear children crying in the back room where he slept
0: multiple ones Uh,
2: Yes, there were Mm, there was it was always a baby crying Um, Mm. and uh, you know, I didn't have my son at the time and uh, when I was pregnant with my son um, I would uh, just again hear children crying in the back rooms Mm. Uh, now I don't know the history of the house because my parents owned that house. And then when they broke up, my father took it over. And, uh, so I had always lived there myself that I was aware of, Mm -hmm. but, uh, even before Carl and I got together, my ex-husband had a cousin visiting and, uh, him and his girlfriend, uh, spent the uh, weekend with us. They were visiting from out of town and his girlfriend was kind of a spiritual person. She was Wiccan and, that type of mm-hmm. thing. Well, we only had one bathroom, and the ba- that bathroom was on the main floor. So the two of them were in one of the back bedrooms, and she got up in the middle of the night, and and she was walking down the stairs to use the bathroom, and she saw a tall figure, she told me, at the uh, end of the stairs. And uh, she said that it just looked up at her and turned around and walked through the front door outside the front, uh, hmm. front entranceway there. So... Uh, I was flipping through some family photos and she says, oh, my God, that's who I saw. And it was a picture of my grandfather. Hmm. So I don't know if he was visiting at the time. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Hmm. It's interesting. Like, it seems like the, you know, obviously, you know, it's almost like they're kind of trapped in that same location, you know, whether it be they're right. just attached to that or, you know, maybe they just. It's a hard thing to kind of explain because you would think that they could just kind of go over what they want. Right. You know, right. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it's an interesting thing that I'd like to, to find out. You know, when we start doing investigations and that kind of stuff to figure out, you know, why it seems like they're they're trapped in these just locations when you think they could just go wherever they want to. Right. And there right. must be a reason why they choose or don't have the ability to leave that spot.
2: Right, right. It has to be reason. We're going to figure out, uh, we're going to see um, what is called residual hauntings, and then we're going mm-hmm. to see uh, intelligent hauntings, of course, and residual, of course, would be something that, it's like a tape recorder, it keeps playing over and over again, and whether you're there or not,
0: mm-hmm. it's going
2: to do it, um, yep. whereas an intelligent haunting would be something like what Carl experienced, or mm-hmm. some of the experiences I've had uh, that... Uh, you know, they they will talk to you or mm-hmm. or throw things or that type of thing. Um, so yeah, because
0: there's some ones too that uh, you know tend to you know follow people around as well. because you know, uh, there's been some cases you know of people of some of these hauntings, and then you know they get so freaked out and they're like, well, we'll we'll move to get away from this. But then it seems to follow them where they go. Right. It's called right. an attachment.
2: That's an attachment, yeah. for sure. Right. So, yeah. And you'll see it, attachments to objects, too. Uh, John Zaffis uh, makes, you know, a great show uh, about uh, about attachments and uh, things that have a paranormal attached to it. So mm-hmm. they people, when they figure it out, they tend to take remove that item from their home and it, it becomes, you know, the paranormal activity stops.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Any other any other good stuff? Because I, I see you got some some notes or something. Yes,
2: I but. do have some notes. Well, there was a first uh, my one of my first formal investigations uh, uh, was at a, a local school, and I'm not going to say which local school it was for two reasons. One, because uh, some of the employees I know there yeah. uh, may not want the name broadcasted, and yeah. number two, it is still an active school in okay. the city, so I, I don't want to freak out anybody. No, we'll, we'll keep it uh, uh, confidential. Absolutely. For sure. Um, however, I was present there with uh, some of the, way, the staff, uh, custodial staff, mm-hmm. uh, in the evening, and uh, I had two pieces of equipment with me. I had the uh, SB7 Spirit Box, and
0: well, for those who don't know what that is, let's explain, shall we? Yes, what, we will. What, what does it do, and what do we use it for?
2: So, would you... SB7
1: Spirit Box essentially is a um, almost like a radio. Um, that has been modified so that it can sweep through FM or AM stations. Mm -hmm. Um, It can actually, it can sweep forward and it can sweep backwards, whether on FM or AM. Mm -hmm. And then it's actually, you can hear, you can hear as it's going through, right? And Mm -hmm. it sounds as though it's just static and static and static. And the belief is that uh, at times you can get words that come out of it um, and that that could possibly be a spirit that is They're saying something and what they've (laughs) said comes through this. Spirit box. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yes, yes. So, And I also had an EMF uh, detector with me, and that, of course, is electromagnetic fields. Mm-hmm. And it is believed that uh, that if you have high EMF readings, you are experiencing possibly the paranormal.
0: Especially if there's no other like electrical or any, any kind of thing going on. Right,
2: any other explanation. Exactly,
0: so it. that picks up on that.
2: So anyways, we had a lot of activity, and uh, this somebody who works in this school has had called me or talked to me and said you know I, i'd like you to bring the that spirit box over and i'd, I'd like to see if there's something going on mm-hmm. so we were there and uh we investigated the hallway um and in the hallway there was definitely a high emf along the bench where children put their shoes and hang up their coats Interesting. really no uh, explanation for a high emf in that uh, particular area it was no. right across from one of the classrooms um, we, uh, heard a lot of voices coming from the, uh, SB7 spirit box, mainly a, a woman. Um, and she pretty much yelled her name. She yelled the name Elsie and she said, okay. uh, she said Elsie and she also said help. So we weren't sure whether or not she needed mm. help from us or okay. what that was. Um, after she became quiet, we went, uh, we went to the gym and uh, there as well, we heard a hey coming from the SB7 spirit box, kind of like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, welcome. Um, you know, after a little while later, uh, you know, they were also talking organs. So they talked about the organ and there's an organ in the hallway just outside of the, of this, the gym at this place. So mm-hmm. uh, we thought maybe uh, this person had a connection to the organ. Um possible yes definitely so not really much coming out of there but we did get a lot of words Mm -hmm. names and uh going back to that high emf that i told you about uh you know once uh once we went back to that area the emf has seemed to have disappeared so Hmm. interesting we had high emfs and then no more
0: well i mean that shows you that you know it wasn't uh Something there that was actually physically, you know, like part of the school, make maybe something electrical, giving a constant thing there. It was there, and then it was gone when you went back.
2: Right, exactly. So that's exactly. That, that,
0: there's no real other explanation hmm. or physical for that, you know. And some people might wonder why, you know, maybe you know only one or two words, kind of here and there. You know, why not like full sentences? Well, I mean, it's
1: you got to think of it, I guess, as somebody you ever been in a hospital mm-hmm. with somebody who is in their last day yeah. of life? How much energy do they have?
0: You're, you're right. explaining this exactly the way so, I hope you were going to...
1: <laughs> So is somebody in their last day of life mm-hmm. uh, really doesn't have all the energy to be able to really speak full sentences. You know, they can get out one, mm-hmm. two words um, once in a while trying to conserve their energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's... It, Essentially the same thing with somebody who has passed. They don't have that energy anymore that Mm -hmm. the the physical body would have. They're just a spirit now. So it's hard for them to be able to bring words to life Mm -hmm. when there is no life that's there
2: sometimes they they don't know how to communicate anymore right. you know perhaps they died a long time ago and mm-hmm. they have no idea what communication is anymore they nope. they have a hard time uh, manipulating things and, and it takes a lot you know. of that
0: energy to actually make that happen exactly. so that, that's why it comes in exactly. very small amounts right, right. Done, so. exactly so exactly you're lucky to get you know the odd kind of word here and there mm-hmm. you know otherwise they just they have no you know there's just not enough there yeah
1: and slowly things are advancing within the paranormal world right. and with right. technology and stuff like that. I mean, they have, um, you know, different energy boxes um, that are out there. What are they called? The um, the pods.
2: Oh, a REM um, pod.
1: REM pods,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yep.
1: And, I mean, the REM pod itself is just a, a box that gives off energy. Yep. So uh, slowly we're starting to be able to advance a little bit further to be able to allow... You know, a spirit to be able to have more energy to be able to communicate to us without having to drain the batteries on the cameras or drain the batteries on the digital recorders, stuff like that, right? Which
2: also happens. They will take the battery life and and a -hmm. lot of times you'll see that, you know, the battery was full when we got here and why is it dead now? Yeah. You know, this type of thing, so... All coming up in investigations, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully we get to do uh, some of that around here because th- there's a fair amount of stuff that we that we can look into here. And there's a couple places that I'd like to have uh, gone to. Uh, an old school that we went to, we can't now because it's, uh, you know, it's completely gone now. Yeah. Our, our, our old high school is, uh, it's no more. And uh, the old, um, maybe the, the old plumber general hospital would have been nice to look into, but.
2: Absolutely. That's Absolutely. kind of a, uh,
0: Without uh, pulling some strings and getting some, uh, some permits or something there, I mean, that'd be tough to get into there. It would you? be. Absolutely. Very yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, personally, with myself, uh, I think the two main ones uh, for me were one the ones, uh, I guess the first one would be Castle Oma in Toronto. Okay. Okay. Right now, a very old building. You know, I not, love that place. Nothing too crazy there, but it just, it, the. The constant feeling walking around there, I won't say like I heard stuff or really saw anything, but just a feeling like you're, like somebody's falling like right directly behind you the entire time, Mm -hmm. right? Like I won't say like I felt like I was being touched or or hearing voices, but just like a constant presence no matter where I was in that place.
2: Now that could be contributed to a high EMF or something that's called a fear cage. Mm -hmm. Because if there is high EMFs, it can lead to skin rashes, hallucinations. Yep all kinds of things. So <clears throat> those EMF detectors, K2 meters, those mm-hmm. types of things are definitely very important because yep. those feelings that you're feeling, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to discount them. However, you mm-hmm. know, there could be a logical explanation for them. Yep. I know that there has been uh, investigations of Casa Loma itself. And mm-hmm. uh, so far, there have been no reportings that mm-hmm. Casa Loma has any ghosts of its own. Well, so who knows? You know, you could have been the first one. Maybe, maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, another main one for me was, um, I used to live in Brantford, Ontario, and uh, just west of there is a town called Paris. And somebody that I knew there had a house there. And supposedly this place was, uh, built on what used to be, I guess, I don't know if it was a native or Indian, using that term very carefully, uh, burial ground. And the, the uh, the wine cellar underneath uh, his house, like it was, um. Oh, basically we we walked in there. Lights were on. We got like it was a big wine cellar slash basement, or whatever you want to call it. You know, kind of wandering around. And the not only did the light go off, but the light exploded. Wow! Okay. And, then, and then the door closed from where we went in there because you didn't actually go into it from the house. You had to actually go outside and then go through. Okay. Oh, okay. Had to go back down to it. it's like one of those kind of ones. Yeah. Yep. And so so that and then the door slamming shut. Right. Wow. Other than that, you know, I didn't see anything or, or hear anything, but that in itself, right? And knowing that there were only two of us there. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like somebody pulling a prank on us, not that we're aware of, but, uh, but yeah, that was my other main kind of one that I've encountered personally myself. Nice. But I don't really have a logical explanation for it. Hmm. I just don't know why it happened. Wow. Right. Wow. So how have those experiences made you feel? Right. Uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time, you know. Because, uh, you know, not really being interested in it at that point, you know, and, you know, just kind of looking, especially the one in Paris, you know, trying to figure out an explanation for it, I I really don't have one. And
1: taking that full circle to now, yeah, how how are your feelings?
0: Um, Curious to to know what's actually going on there, if there's more to it, because I was only there for a few minutes. Okay. So it's like I went there looking to find something. It was literally down there and then that happened and we got the hell out of there. Right. <laughs> right, right. So it wasn't like we were down there looking for activity, it would just happened. Okay. Right now, you know, having you know knowing what I know now, when am I wouldn't mind going back there to see what's actually going on. You know, because it sounds like uh, you know, especially if uh, people were buried in that area <laughs> there's more likely quite a bit going on. So. Excellent.
1: And that's a commonality with people. Um, they go through an experience. And of course, your first thing is fear mm-hmm. um, because it's unknown. You have no clue what's yeah. going on. Um, and then most of the time, it actually turns into curiosity. Yeah. Great. So, yeah.
2: And odds are probably that that person, that ghost, that spirit, whatever you want to call it, is mm-hmm. is just trying to get your attention. They just want to know. They just yeah. want you to know that they're there. Mm-hmm. and you to acknowledge them.
0: Yeah, and not every, you know, contrary to what some movies and TV shows would have you believe, not every ghost or spirit or however you want to word it, entity or whatever you want to call it, they're not all out to, to harm you or to be evil. Right. No. right. So too, right? Yeah. That, that's a big misconception yeah. I think uh, with a lot of people is that ghosts are there to scare you.
2: And they're not. They're no. not. A lot of times they're, like I said, just looking for acknowledgement or uh, maybe they're trapped.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be children or maybe just somebody, you know, who's the victim, exactly. uh, of, of whatever it happened to be. You know, not every ghost or spirit is uh, necessarily evil, so. and, sp- and
1: not even always the victim. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, a lot of times it's the mm-hmm. one who is who's actually perpetrated whatever mm-hmm. crime may have been committed, yep. and now they're mm-hmm. sorrowful and and they're they they want to, I guess, in a way, repent for what they've done, mm-hmm. but they can't yeah. now because. They have no way to. Right. Right.
2: Quite interestingly enough, I've uh, had some conversations with Carl about this since he mm-hmm. is my husband, and uh, there is no activity in the girls' bathroom at Quora.
1: No, there is not. Surprisingly, um, considering it's no. been what 25, 30 oh, at years.
2: Least. Yeah. Um, yeah. and
1: there was there was actually a girl that was murdered. Okay. Inside the the girls' bathroom at the Cora Collegiate.
0: How long ago was
1: that? Like I just said, about 25, 30 years. Yeah, he
2: was up for parole or at least trying Hmm. to get parole and was denied. Yeah. uh, The gentleman who uh, did this. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, some activity uh, you would think would be there, but uh, oddly enough, no. No. No.
0: Yeah, who knows what the you know the reason for that might be. It Doesn't necessarily mean that there isn't anything there, maybe just not the right time. Right, right. right? Because th- there there is a kind of a for anybody who's knowledgeable about this, there's kind of a, a sweet spot uh for experiencing activity, right? Um
1: yes and no. I mean, it's all in it's all in really approach to right. things. I mean, hmm. doing paranormal research and trying to find the Um, existence of paranormal Mm -hmm. in somewhere can really take place at any time yeah it's all depending on how you go about it Mm -hmm. but for real activity to happen Mm -hmm. they usually say between like 1 a.m to 4 a.m time frame usually is when there's usually the most activity that would that would happen
0: yeah the supposed sweet spot is right around three o'clock in the morning yeah, that's actually referred to as the witching hour. Yes. Right, yes. It is. Yes. So, yeah. so if you're somebody that's uh, looking at uh, doing that kind of stuff, I think you know that's supposedly the ideal time to experience stuff.
2: Right.
1: But yes. I do have to say, I mean, if anybody's listening to this and is going to go and try to do something like this and, mm-hmm. and stay up until 3 a.m. to be able to try to experience something... Yeah. I tell you, you need to sleep during the day yeah. and be fully awake mm-hmm. at that 3 a.m. hour. Yeah. Because the mind is a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you are tired and if you're not fully coherent to the situations that are happening, your mind mm-hmm. can very well play tricks on you. Absolutely. And you can experience something that actually isn't even happening.
0: Right. Because some people, uh, you know, depending on their their mental state and whatnot, you know, some people, they, they have uh, looked into this as well, um, of people just basically haunting themselves. Right. Yes. So pe- people right. being like their own self kind of poltergeist, I think is how they refer to it. You know, somebody that's right. yep. experienced some kind of traumatic event, like you said, the mind is a powerful thing and it can fool you into, uh, into thinking what's going on, you know, really isn't. Or it's very is true. Or whatnot. And that's why some people, you know, they move around to try and avoid some of this kind of stuff, but if it's all happening in your mind, it doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter where. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that, so, you know, there's a lot of different ways, you know, that this kind of stuff happens. It's not like there's just one set way for, no. for, for this to happen. So, you know, it's, it's interesting because you don't really know, you know, if you're doing investigations how it's going to happen or what's exactly going to go, right? so, and and everybody
1: everybody who does do this type of stuff mm-hmm. is still learning mm-hmm. right. because there is no set way to do it right? No, it's all not. trial and error still exactly. and it, honestly it's probably going to be trial and error until the end of time
0: mm-hmm. yes. i
1: don't think we'll ever have a set way that yes this is you do this and 100% you're going to get right what
0: you're looking for yeah right. and i mean that's like that with a lot of things i mean there's a lot of different ways to to go about doing something so yeah absolutely, yeah.
2: absolutely. Yeah. you know so and and it all depends on your attitude too sometimes people come in and they are you know fully aware hey this is this is activity and i believe it 100 and then there are the skeptics who just don't and they'll try to you know Dis- disprove or debunk anything and everything and everything has a plausible explanation and that's all
0: yeah uh, so. which is uh you know can be the case in certain uh, scenarios mm-hmm. but you know not always the case right? No. so and what's interesting about where we are uh, in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, we're, we're fairly close to something that I'm hoping that I get a chance to go to. I know you guys have been to it at least like at least a couple times. Yeah, is the paranormal convention over in Yes, yes, in Marie, right? Michigan. Yeah. Yes. So you guys have been uh, to that. What's What's it like uh, being there? Like what what kind of goes on there? It's just a
1: if if you've ever been to a convention before, it's mm-hmm. simply what it is. It's a convention. Right. Yeah. You're they do, you know, kind of offer a few, you know, people to be able to go and, you know, do what they call um, the Gallery haunted, haunted tours. Oh, yes, yes, um, the haunted... Uh... You know, a haunt, haunted walk or something like that, right? right? Um, but, I mean, essentially what it is is you've got um, people from within the paranormal world mm-hmm. um, and celebrities within the paranormal mm-hmm. world all come together mm-hmm. in one area and we're, we're talking names like Amy Amy Bruni, we're talking names like John Zaffis, mm-hmm. um, we've seen... Grant Wilson. Grant Wilson. Um, Jason.
2: <clears throat> oh no, Jason was never here. No. no. Um,
1: Josh Gates. Josh
2: Gates, mm-hmm. yes. Um, you know, all these the, different names.
1: Yeah. And, and they come together and there's panels. Mm-hmm. So each one of them has a set different thing that they do. Right, like John Zaffis, he's he's known as the haunted collector. So Mm -hmm. he he talks to, you know, that Mm -hmm. right, and then you've got like Amy Bruni, and she talks to the paranormal investigation world, and then you've got somebody like Josh Gates who talks to not just paranormal but monsters and creatures and stuff like that. So it is it's very interesting to be able to sit there and kind of listen and. Be able to pick their brains, so mm-hmm. to speak, if you're lucky enough to be chosen for a question after they've done their presentation. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, sometimes it's just Q and A. Uh, there was a, the ghost hunters, as many of them as possibly could be there. Mm-hmm. They were there, and uh, you, they just pretty much left it open to a Q and A. So whatever it was that you wanted to say, you yeah. know, they cool. they would answer your questions. Uh, another interesting one was Chip Coffee. He was there as oh, uh, cool. medium. Uh, and he's he's had a lot of experiences with a lot of different shows mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, really good friends with uh, Ryan Buell uh, and some of the ghost adventure or ghost hunters as well. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Now, paranormal stuff doesn't necessarily uh, just restrict us. uh I was kind of hoping that i remembered remember to kind of bring this up. Mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily just restrict us to just like uh, ghosts and kind of spirits. Mm-hmm. Paranormal stuff could include, you know, any other kind of weird stuff going on. And uh, it actually just triggered this in my memory. Uh, shortly after I moved here to the Sioux, uh, moved back here, mm-hmm. we saw something that you actually pointed this out to me. And I hope you remember what I'm kind of talking about. I'll draw some hints about it. And this involves something up in the sky. And specifically wow. with stars up in the sky. Now, yes. I don't know if you still have that anywhere, but do you, do you remember what I'm talking about now? Yeah, remember what yeah. that? The, it's actually the constellation Orion. If you know anything about uh, stars and whatnot, there's you know it, it's um, the combination of the three stars. And there's the two in line, and there's one that's kind of off, and then there's the four other stars that form that constellation. And something weird was going on with that. Do you remember?
1: I th- I oh. think I do. They
0: were they were all flashing
1: okay yes yeah, and, and I had I, I had a video at one time yeah is that yes. yeah okay yes yeah.
0: yeah Yeah. that was I remember you showing it to me and that, I thought that was
1: I, I don't have any
0: explanation for
1: that I, yeah me either I, yeah. I mean it was it was something that not only myself but many people within the Sioux actually saw that yeah. night right and it was um,
0: you know it was, it was something that was pretty big I'd, I'd be interested to know if people only here were the ones that noticed it or if it was something that's a little bit more widespread yeah that i'm right. not sure yeah because that, that's bizarre it is it's very bizarre <laughs> because I, I just started thinking about that and I thought to bring it up and I just it, it's you know I, I don't know i don't know
1: <laughs> and you say that's all it. part of paranormal right yeah, that's you, right.
0: Know, you know yeah no outside of ghosts or any of that kind of stuff have you experienced like anything else that would you know qualify as paranormal outside of that yourself <laughs> not really yeah. i mean
1: besides you know uh, capturing the those mm-hmm. flashing lights on video yeah um really not it's not like i've seen really ufos or or even yeah. seen you know like bigfoot or mm-hmm. you know chupacabra or anything like that right yeah. like i mean that's mm-hmm. stuff i've never experienced right.
0: no. but i have actually experienced something that, that i guess you could qualify as a ufo and disclaimer: I was not high or drunk at the time.
2: All right. <laughs> just, just well, clear, that's that's important to be clear. Just to be clear, <laughs> so
0: that, that uh, I wasn't a proper state of mind at the, at the time. I was maybe a little bit tired, but that's the only the only thing. And uh, this was actually uh, near Brantford, Ontario. I would say maybe you know maybe just kind of southeast of, of Brantford, and just driving on a country road and circling your flashing lights like directly above head. Okay. Right. Mm. And I stopped to to look at it. And it was there for a bit and it was gone. Wow. I have no it was it was like a bunch of different colors as well. It wasn't just like one yep beam of light or anything. It was a bunch of colors going around in a circle and then it was gone.
2: Was it late at night? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, and it was uh maybe about 5 minutes I saw it for it and it was gone. Wow. Yeah. And, of course, uh, explain this to people. You know, they think you're crazy, obviously, but...
2: Uh, or high or drunk. Yeah, but like I said, I wasn't. <laughs>
0: I wasn't. But, uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things that... Uh, very unusual and, and, you know... Yeah, again, no explanation for it, you know. <laughs> you know that... You know, I guess would qualify as a UFO because I don't know what it was. Exactly. Right. So yeah. well
2: the definition unidentified flying, flying object, object right?
1: You know, yeah, so
0: I have experienced that. Excellent. Well, so, so that was uh very unusual. Interesting. Interesting. Yep, yep. and yeah.
1: You know. That's neat. That's very neat. I mean that's yep. that's something that I wish I could have experienced is mm-hmm. something cool like that, just to you know, mm-hmm. say that I have. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Right. But who knows? I mean I'm still young ish. <laughs> Yep. so
0: youngish. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, we're not getting any younger but by any means. But uh uh you know, going back to the uh to the, the ghost stuff and uh, a little bit closer to home for me, um without getting too kind of personal here with everybody, uh just we'll say this one involves my my mom, who okay. still was back okay. in back in Brantford and uh you know, recently I won't give the the whole scenario, but uh stepdad and dog passed away due to unfortunate circumstances, that's all I'm gonna tell you. Yep and uh she you know i was telling her about the kind of stuff that we're kind of uh looking into what we have planned for the summer and whatnot and she told me a story that uh you know was you know this has actually happened a few times of where feeling the presence of both of them there okay especially the dog really right? hmm. he- hearing the because at my mom's place it's hard- all hardwood flooring mm-hmm. and and she could hear the, the dog walking across the floor
2: wow. okay right like mm-hmm.
0: very distinctly And she just said, you know what, you know, as much as I would love to have you back, it's time for you to go. She opened the door and she heard the the steps on the floor again, felt the brushing up against her leg and then go. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: Very distinctly, like she told me, that's exactly basically what happened.
2: So animal spirits, for sure, was something that Carl and I have recently experienced too. We lost our two cats. Mm -hmm. Um, They were 19 years old each this past August, uh, died about six or seven days apart from each other, and... um, Carl and I used to feel them jump up on our bed uh, yeah. at night and both of yeah. us felt this, uh, not just one or the other, both of us and, and, you know, having them for so long, we were very well bonded with them and, and were very sad when they passed away and, yeah. uh, you know, still feeling their presence in our home as well. So now,
0: Have you noticed them just uh, individually or as a pair?
2: Uh, individually, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it,
0: it is individually. Which, yeah. Which, which is interesting because, you know, they were, you know, as you mentioned, uh, the scenario, you know, the passing away, literally days right. apart days. from each other, you know, they're yes. they're obviously attached to each other, which, which is interesting that they went kind of be around
2: together together right mm. although our, our our newest cats the two new ones tend to uh, act kind of strange you know uh, one of one of the cats used to sleep on the top of mm-hmm. the the couch on the back there and uh, she she tends to look up there all the time and she's just staring yeah. there at the at the wall mm-hmm. so we're really not sure what she's seeing yeah. Maybe she's seeing one of them. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And then
0: know? there's him. He's paranormal. Just you know. <laughs> oh, all, all by himself. <laughs> so so yeah. if, if he does come back after passing, we it might be even stranger. Than oh my him being alive, right? so. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. Uh, you know, you know. Hopefully, that there's plenty to talk about with the paranormal stuff. You know, Absolutely. and you know, hopefully, maybe as we start kind of doing some stuff, and you know, we'll have some of our own kind of more experiences to to mm-hmm. share with people. Absolutely. So. You know, because, uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting stuff to be able to kind of figure out things that, you know, are difficult to explain.
2: And all we're saying is that uh, stay tuned for this summer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, That's yep. all we're saying.
0: Yeah, I've dropped a little kind of little hints, but uh, I don't want to, um, you know. We're not giving anything away. We're, we're not too much. telling you, know, you. and just in case, you know. Where
1: or what or
0: nothing. I don't want to say exactly what we're doing and exactly when. because I don't want to set, uh, you know, an unrealistic expectation for people
1: as well, right? Because right. I want to say that we're right. going to
0: do something at an exact time. Exactly what it is. Just in case, you know, if we need to change things a little bit, then we don't want to disappoint right. anybody. Right? Yes, so.
2: yes. And so yeah. we're we're busy working out those details, and we'll certainly keep everybody up to date as we can. But right now, mm-hmm. we're just kind of gonna say that it's mm-hmm. coming soon. So mm-hmm. please stay tuned.
0: And, and we've done some research into it, and, mm-hmm. and you know, there's uh more than enough to justify uh, going to to this place to to check out some stuff.
2: Right. You know,
0: it, it which. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing because I've never actually done anything <laughs> like that. So Excellent. And that's something that I'm interested in, uh, you know, and to see if, uh, you know, because um, just my personality, I, li- I like to find, you know, a logical explanation for things. So I'm hoping to be surprised and, and find some good stuff there. So, So
2: are yeah. you saying you're going to go in as the skeptic?
0: No, not necessarily, but uh, you know, but, but I do like to try and you know debunk things, right? So, okay. Okay. But uh, you know, that's just kind of the way I am, right?
2: Usually, so. in every group, there's a believer and a, and a skeptic. So, yeah, so uh, you know.
0: That would, uh, I guess, it, I guess I fall into that category then. All right. Right. Okay. So, all right. So I think we'll uh, we'll kind of uh, get close to wrapping up here. Yeah. Uh, just venturing slightly uh, away from this. Uh, by the time we do our, our next uh, podcast, Royal Rumble is going to happen, girl. Yes, it will. And so we'll We'll, pair, we'll uh, do some wrestling discussion for a few minutes.
1: Which we did on Tech Talk as well.
0: It's yeah. turning into a normal. <laughs> it's turning into a normal thing. Uh, any Anything new with the Royal Rumble that you're expecting? Any changes to what you're expecting or surprises or anything like that?
1: Um, Nothing that I'm really, really expecting really Mm -hmm. i mean it's the royal rumble you always have to expect the unexpected Mm -hmm. um i mean the biggest thing right now and and the biggest name being thrown around um kind of like how they were doing with aj styles right now has been kenny omega Mm -hmm. right and we we know that kenny omega's contract with new japan pro wrestling doesn't end until two days after the royal rumble but it is the business of pro wrestling Never say and never. You never say never.
0: It it would be very cool to to see him there, you know, along with some other surprises. You know? Definitely. So it, for, for me, it's going to be a, a tough one because I'm actually not going to get to watch it live. Mm. So I'm going to be yes. actually uh, working at that, so I got to stay off the social media and everything. I don't want to be spoiled when it comes to that because Facebook and stuff is notorious for, especially oh, WWE's yeah. Facebook page. they they post everything. Horrible for doing that, you know, and I will <laughs> say even going beyond that like. I know it's a, it's a, when you get these certain things it's way after the fact and you should be expecting it but I, I literally have all right the the DVD for the Royal Rumble 2016 yep and tri- they have they show Triple H with the belt on it right so yeah I mean that that's a spoiler right as hop. it freaking gets there right so it's like gee I wonder who's gonna win <laughs> right so yeah. you know if you're just going into it fresh in mind the DVD it's kind of like well yeah
1: yeah. No surprise. Nope. Right. So, no surprises at all.
0: Everything else is kind of in between <laughs> and that may be a surprise, but you know beyond that, not so much. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be interesting, and obviously WrestleMania is going to fall closely after that. So very closely. But uh, in between, we've got the Illumination Chamber. Ooh, like three? Your favorite pay per view. Yes. So my favorite, and then yours fall closely after. So that's right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that Illumination Chamber match. Oof. As good as that is, that that is a career shortener. <laughs> That's that why much. they call
1: it Satan's prison.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think we'll uh, kind of end off here, guys, and we'll um, just make sure that we mention our our friends over in uh, in the Sioux here that uh, do podcasts as well. Uh, for me, I'll start off with um, the MBM podcast with uh, with uh, Matt and Mike, otherwise known as Moose and Mike. That's doing right. the MBM podcast. If you are into RC car racing or anything that revolves around that, those guys are. Um, The ones to listen to They do a really good show They've been around for a long time And They know their stuff
1: They do And then we want to give a shout out To our friends at uh, The Space Jam We're talking Robin and Witt Mm
0: -hmm. You know they talk a little bit
1: About everything and anything Regarding Oh get this Space Jam Mm. Sports Pro wrestling Mm -hmm. Alcohol Comics And entertainment And space Yeah Right. They actually drop an episode every uh, Sunday night slash mm-hmm. Monday morning, yep. and they are also on podcast. They're found at Space Jam yeah. Podcast on Twitter yeah. and uh, on Podbean as well, Space com.
0: So I guess with us kind of releasing at the same time, we're kind of uh, going head-to-head here. We are. Kind of a WCW, WWE <laughs> kind of thing. So, Maybe yeah. a little bit. Maybe a little bit of competition, but hey, yeah. competition's good. Right? So, oh, it is.
1: Any competition is always good.
0: Yeah. And they do do a good show there as well, so make sure you guys check them out as well. All right, and uh, I think we'll be back uh, next week. Maybe uh, we'll see. Uh, it'll probably be a full-on wrestling show. Probably. I think, and uh, we'll see if maybe we can maybe get another third person maybe on the show as well, something that I've been meaning to get for a little while and haven't talked to him a little bit. Maybe we'll get him because he is definitely a big wrestling fan as well and is a good talker.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: And I won't say who yet uh, unless we don't get him. So, in case we don't get him, I don't want to That's say who right. it is No. Nope. Because I don't want to lie and say, we got him for sure, and then he doesn't get her. So. Big surprise. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, joining us here on the JK Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Ciao.
2: Later.